Hi, everyone. Welcome to Terror Talk with Shannon and Kathy. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yes. October 28th, 2020. Here we are. So Halloween is a little bit different for everyone this year. Mm -hmm. However, we are still bringing the spooky. We're not canceling it. No, no, we didn't cancel. The studio is decorated. There are zombies and clowns, particularly a clown that is sitting right behind Kathy that she hates. I have all the clowns by me. Yeah. Pretty much so I can look at them. <laughs> and the clown that you hate the most is behind I, you. I hate her. I know. And you see how I love you and I did not put her in your eye view. She's just behind you. It, so what it is, is, and I will, um, I may have already posted, we're pre-recording it a little bit, but by a couple of days, but I may have already posted her on the Instagram, but she, I'll be sure and tag her as the one Kathy hates. She looks like she fell into a sponge of blood. Oh boy. Right well, it's mouth. a, it's cause it's a kid. It's a kid clown and it's. You're so sick, Shannon. <laughs> it's true. Thank you very much. I'll take that as a compliment. But yes, and, and we are costumed. Even though this is a podcast. <laughs> it's for us. It's for us. Well, because, and our events this weekend. Yeah. So, right. You have you have been to an event already, but you're going to talk more about that on Friday, on Friday in our Shrink Chat show. Yes. We're saving that story for then. Correct. Um, I am going to go to an event this weekend, which I am super excited about. And I'm really kind of fangirling and geeking out. And I'm also scared because I'm super shy when it comes to meeting people. So I'll explain. Joe Bob's Haunted Drive-In 2020 at the Rose Bowl of Pasadena. So what this event is, is it's put on for Joe Bob Briggs, which is a character that is like the a modern day... Uh, well, not so. I mean, he's been around forever, but right now he's having a resurgence because he's a horror host on Shudder. And I love him. And he has a fantastic, what they call male girl, whose name is Darcy. And but Darcy, the male girl. And those two, plus Felissa Rose, the original star of Sleepaway Camp, and many, many others, uh, other movies, those three are putting on these haunted drive-in events and they're doing a couple of them in Torrance. Actually, one of them is tonight. They probably already had one last night. And then the one I'm going to is on Halloween and it's at the Rose Bowl. And what it is, is they're going to do a whole meet and greet thing beforehand. So I bought some stuff for them to sign like a poster or whatever. That's cool. And then it's a drive-in, so you're in your car, and they're going to show horror shorts. Like, they picked a bunch of short films that are horror to watch, and then they're going to do little introductions in between each one. So they'll be in a booth somewhere. Yeah. And that'll be live. Um, And then there's apparently some people who aren't quite dead, you know, didn't want to rest in their graves, are going to run around. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so it's a, basically a zombie apocalypse with it's actors be, that are gonna be fun, like scare you. <laughs> Halloween vibe. It's gonna be fun, and that's why I'm nervous. Is because I I don't do well with like getting signatures and stuff. I do much better, of course, when it's that's the premise. You were fine asking for mine. Yeah, well, that's because you're so nice. Yeah, oh, and so kind. <laughs> So there's that. Oh, and by the way, so anyway, we're in costume. (laughs) 
how I buried the lead. I said it and then I didn't say it. So what we did was, is we're having our own personal event this evening because we're pre-recording this just a titch, just a titch, a couple of days. Um, and what we decided is we decided to get together and record the podcast, but also dress up and then watch a horror movie afterwards and get food and stuff. So Kathy and I have a Halloween tradition, which we'll talk about a little bit later. We'll talk about our personal traditions, but also traditions we have with each other. Um, what are you dressed as? Tell the people. I am a vampire this year. I thought that would be fun. It's been a long time since, I think since I was a kid. Super classic. Yeah. yeah. And I have the uh, the easy fangs that you actually just glue on right to your, you know. They're awesome. Yeah. Because it's not the whole. No, just the like adhesive. You, guys, you know how like you you have to put like a whole fang thing in like like you're 80 million years old and they're like the plastic <laughs> and they fall out. no these are great you can eat with them and talk with them and drink with them well yeah they'll... because you can talk that's obviously yeah. the obvious part um but they just don't get in the way and then just a black and red cloak the hood some yeah, makeup I like the and choker too yeah I like the choker with too the medallion. that's awesome yeah, little Freddy. I know. Fredarina so I'm dressed on. as Freddy Krueger, girl Freddy Krueger. So it's like um, sexy Freddy. It's a sexy Freddy. It's got you know, a little boobage going on, but um, <laughs> it's like a little Freddy dress, and then um, just like motorcycle boots and a brown hat. Which I was telling Kathy earlier, I got the the brown hat that sort of comes with the dress, and it was not quite up to snuff. So I went searching for a better hat, and this hat actually has like the rips and tears in it. Like a, I think it's cool. So that's cool. Um, I don't have the hat on right now because I have my headphones on, <laughs> but it's sitting here with me. And then of course I don't have the hand on as well because that is what is very distinctive about freddy krueger is the um his his knifed hand yes so i have that as well so i'm feeling it i had to like give the costume a dry run as well because i'm gonna be wearing it to the joe bob thing so correct yeah so we're doing it up we hope we have been descriptive enough because i don't think there's going to be any pictures it's dark and whatever so we'll probably yeah. won't take any pictures of us maybe next year or, I don't know, at the events. Maybe there'll be photos. Yeah. Not sure. Right. So, I believe, over to you. Oh. Yeah. yeah that, like, you just handed that right over to me. I did. I Because I think you wanted to do your own introduction well, to this. Well, I might or might not have Halloween <laughs> horror facts with Kath. There it is. Uh but before that, you know, I just think it's interesting and, and somewhat obvious, but I still like to bring up, you know... Halloween is orange and black. These are the two colors we've <laughs> really we associate with Halloween. I love both of these colors, so I don't know if that's another reason I'm drawn to the holiday, just because oh, I like those maybe. colors together a lot. Um, but the reason why orange and black have been chosen, if you don't know already know this, is they actually function as opposites. So orange is associated with the warmth of autumn, the change of the leaves, and then the black is. Um, refers to the elongating hours of darkness that occur during fall, marking the end of crop growing season. And I know Shannon's going to talk about the Samhain um, holiday later, which which marks a lot of it is around, you know, seasonal changes. And there's a lot more to that. But what we're really looking at with these two colors is recognizing autumn and sort of autumn ending and, and going into the winter. So that's why we have those two colors for the Halloween for the holiday. That's a fun fact. 
Yeah. You even have, um, we have mic covers to have our Yeah, pink. and mine's orange. Yeah, and yours is orange. And yours and is mine black. is black. Look Hello. That. Holla. That wasn't even intentional. Oh, you never know. <laughs> now we're going to move on to some Halloween horror facts. Alrighty. With Kath. Oh, golly. This is when the um, new song would play. It would. <laughs> but we don't have it yet. Their jingle, your jingle. Yeah, we need to get that going. Yeah, and it's going to happen, and this is when it would play. Okay, and you. Number one. So this holiday actually goes back more than 2,000 years, and trick-or-treating has existed since medieval times. I don't think it was Snickers bars and no sugar daddies. Sugar no, daddies. Ne- what are we, from 1950? <laughs> there was no Nestle. <laughs> There's no, yeah. <laughs> No peanut butter cups. You are from 1955. They Maybe want your. You got, they got want like their the, candy back, Kathy. They, okay. <laughs> Maybe they got like the black plague, in a pillowcase. All right. Okay. Don't joke about the plague. No, I know we're kind of in it. Uh-huh. Number two, Halloween. Many believe Halloween originated in Ireland and was actually once a day of romance. So this coincides with number with number three which is in ireland people used it to play fortune telling games and predict their true love nice yeah let's do that i talked about stingy jack a few weeks ago you did and we went through the whole story and if you didn't listen to it on shrink chat stingy jack who, it was last week in fact friday yeah stingy jack who tricked the devil as punishment for what he did the devil forbade Jack to enter uh, heaven or hell. So he was cursed to wander the earth for eternity. And the sort of the, the you know, legend around this is that he waves his lantern to lead people away from their paths. Hence where we get jack-o'-lanterns oh, from. I love that. Yeah. Number five is um, witches were once respected members of society. Yes, they were. Who practice Wicca. Um, the term witch is derived from either Wicca or Wiki, depending on how you pronounce it or where you're from. And it's an old English word meaning wise woman. Yep. You know, it's interesting to think about how we have socialized witches and demonized witches. And is that because we don't like to let women be wise? Well, it's an interesting thing that I will not go down a rabbit hole with. I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep it back. <laughs> yeah. Don't get it, Shannon. Start on witches. But, we but, won't. But, end. but I do want to say one thing. <laughs> the one thing I want to say is that if you, ha- I, I was almost. Um, I wanted to be a religious studies major at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, for my undergrad, it was one of the things I considered. I mean, I, I, my undergrad is in writing in English. Um, but but I was un, I was undeclared um, for a couple of years actually because I just I don't know I needed some time to figure it out. Um, but I just want to mention that if you go into religious studies or if you happen to be interested in world religions and study all the religions, um, you will find a very 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 interesting time when um, we switched basically in. From paganism to Christianity being, you know, the most uh, widely practiced religions and 
And how that happened and the politics around that yep. is a really interesting, you know, if you're into that sort of thing and can look at, look at it objectively as opposed to personally and emotionally, there's some very interesting history there around how we went from paganism to Christianity. And that's an oversimplification. There's obviously far more religions in the world at that time and, and all of that. But um, what you're alluding to is... Yeah, I actually took two anthropology courses in my undergrad. One was called Women's Roles in Society, and the other one was Magic, Witchcraft, Folklore, and Religion. Mm -hmm. And both of those courses covered a lot of the, yeah, the Wicca uh, really interesting. It's really stuff. interesting yeah. history. Like it, it if really you can is. look at it from a historical perspective, and yeah. not like like I said, like not from an emotional or personal. No, just just the history. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Um, number six in America, Halloween was formerly known as Cabbage Night. <laughs> I, the don't, I don't really like cabbage. Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, I think the All Hallows Eve or the night before Halloween in I think it's in Ohio they still call it Cabbage Night. Really? Yeah. Huh. Uh, and number seven, you cannot dress up as a priest in Alabama. Now? Right now? Yeah. Okay. And the last one is Sawanophobia is a morbid fear of Halloween, and that's probably none of you listening to this. <laughs> no. Nor is it a phobia I will ever understand. Uh, yeah, except that, no, I might not understand it, but only because I've never tried. <laughs> so maybe we could... <laughs> Someday when we're super bored, we'll, we'll uh, Maybe look we'll into do that. an episode on Sawanophobia. <laughs> there you go. I've never um, researched that either, and I've never had a client that had that. But I have, um, you know, don't tell anyone. But over the years, I definitely have had friends that when I have mentioned that Halloween is my favorite holiday, there was a definite grimace. Or like a silence, and it's weird. Oh, no. Yeah. But I've actually experienced the like cringe. Right. It's the same feeling. Like if when someone does that, mm -hmm. it's the same feeling I get when someone says, yeah, I don't really like animals. Oh, God. I get this sick feeling of like that cannot be possible. And if so, <laughs> are you a sociopath? Right. Yeah. Um, like, so those are our two bias. So that's a, it's clearly a bias. <laughs> Animals and Halloween. and Halloween. Well, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, I'm with and you, I know man. There's probably people out there listening right now who aren't, you know, whatever fans of animals. I'm just being whatever. transparent. We didn't, it's we can the have same <laughs> reaction I get where it's like, you don't like what? How do you not like Halloween? Beg pardon? Well, lots of people don't. I know. And it's bizarre. There's a huge... A lot of people don't. I know. Like people close to me don't. Can I say <laughs> this though? And I know we're going to talk about nostalgia. Yeah, let's do it now. Um, that, you don't see that in the Midwest. What? People hating Halloween. Oh, really? It is the number one. I mean, when you... And I don't know if we have any Midwest listeners right now. Clearly, if you are listening, I would think you do like Halloween, but... I find more people out here. And here's my theory. So much of Halloween is the season, is the fall. It's all the feels that come with it. It's all the smells that come with it. Um, in the Midwest, we tend to move slower. Kids grow up slower. There's, um, it's not that there's an innocence. I mean, people are innocent and experienced all over the, the country. But I do think that there's, well, this is just your theory. This is my theory mm -hmm. is that we play longer in the Midwest. Kids 
go trick or treating well into high school and what you know it's well just, and it's age related too probably like yeah. right like I don't know what it's like to be sixteen right now so so when you go down a street in the Midwest in September every house is decked out I don't see that out here every once in a while I'll see somebody do something cool to their house and I'm like ah. No, out here, um, I mean, we're just talking about Los Angeles, really. We're not, yeah. We, that's all we know <laughs> um, as far as like right now um, where we live. Uh, you go to certain areas. You you take your kids to an area that you're very familiar with and all the houses are decked out and it's like a Halloween row kind of thing. Yeah, you, and, you, it, you like take them there. Yes, and you let your kids, these are like, this is our culture. It's around safety. It's around right. all of the different crimes that have happened. Um, being poisoned on Halloween was a big thing years ago where razor blades and apples and all that. So like we've grown out of this fear culture um, to this thing where we have Halloween areas where you take your kids, you drive there, you park, you take your kids, you drop them at the corner and you do the streets. Now I'm just glad they're still there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's certainly a lot of beautiful areas in, in my town that have some very beautiful homes that are crazy decorated and more so at Christmas time, but there's some Halloween ones too. Yeah. So yeah, it's just, uh, yeah, very it's, different. It's very different. It's a, uh, it's, I would say it's celebrated and decorated just as much as Christmas. Yeah. Fair. That's yeah. great. That's awesome. Well, what was, what was it like when you were a kid? Like, what did you do when you were a kid? Do you remember like a favorite <laughs> costume, a favorite candy? Whatever? Uh, oh yeah. I mean, all of the above. I just, I know like the day of Halloween, if it fell on a school day, which, you know, you had, five chances to oh for yeah it, to fall in a it did a lot <laughs> you come home you are um there was no curfew right i mean and it started before the sun went down and, and there'd be kids knocking on your door at 10 o'clock at night right <laughs> and nobody bothered i mean no one cared it was the midwest and it was the 80s and and um so i just remember my mom going you have to eat dinner before you leave and i'm like <laughs> my costume's on my my makeup or my mask is like half off and i'm like shoving my and then i wait for my you know friends who live on the street and we meet them out there and we are just psh, we're gone and and um parents just let you go there wasn't I didn't have to go with parents or all these kids were out uh, walking. And there, you know, there were adults walking around because it was the Midwest in the eighties and it was safer sure. or at least we thought it was. I mean, there were actually a lot more yeah, I know. people kidnapping. Now what we, know. Now but, we um, know. But yeah, we'd be out and, and it was, it was like a good four hours of trick or treating. Mm -hmm. um, now, like I, I think I get depressed when I hear, you know, the, all the curfews and stuff now, like it's done by seven thirty eight. And I'm like, what? We were just starting, you know, we were going to the houses that had the full size candy bars and yeah. yeah. And well, schools now also like the schools will put on like a trick or treating thing so that the families can safely bring, you know, the kids to the school and then they'll have like, yeah. you know, they'll have an event that you go yeah. to instead of going to strangers homes type of thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I lived in a small town, really small town. There are cows and <laughs> I mean, it's right outside of LA, but you know, small town. Mm -hmm. So there was a Halloween parade kind of thing. I mean, we had parades for July 4th. We had, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I kind of, I lived across the street from a park. So there were like events 
You know, there was every holiday imagined where there was a thing at the park. Yeah. So I would just like tra- traipse across the <laughs> to the park and do my thing. Um, I I do remember um, my mom, like we didn't, we weren't much for decorations that I remember. Like there wasn't like a decorating thing happening. Certainly there was, you know, giving candy to trick or treaters and stuff, but it wasn't like my family was into Halloween. Mm. Um, so I didn't have those kinds of early influences, but I loved how, I mean, what, I mean, kids love Halloween. Yeah, most kids like, love, like love it. Like it wasn't yeah. like, <laughs> I loved Halloween. But what I do remember is that my mom always made my costumes. Ah. Uh, so, you know, love that. I love a mom who makes costumes because I have, I, I have pictures. <laughs> I was um, Raggedy Ann <laughs> several years in a row, which was cute with the little red string wig and stuff um and then i was like ghosts and pumpkins and i did all of the it was very traditional i had a very kind of i mean there was a lot of ways my upbringing wasn't traditional but i had a lot of my mom made my costumes for christ's sake what's more (laughs) traditional than that like she sewed them people like on a sewing machine that's that's pretty crazy (laughs) my uh my mom is the ultimate lover of Halloween and very much where my brothers and I fell in love with it. My dad was like always working or something. So my birthday's on October 17th. So I would come home each year and it was already decorated a little bit before that, but I would come home and it would be decked all of the old like skeletons, witches on the door, the, you know, all everything's up candles. The pumpkins were out to carve. Um, When I was a kid, when I was in kindergarten, my mom was uh, like a room mom, you know, where they would show up and run the parties. Oh, yes. My mom came in <laughs> one day just dressed up as Superman. Like she came in, I mean, <laughs> she was always getting out. And so my birthdays when I was a kid, I'll never forget this. And I love her so much for this. Is She knew how much I loved Halloween that um, I would have, you know, like seven friends over or whatever. And she would create goodie bags with uh, the spider rings and yeah, yeah. all oh, the, the candy, yeah. right? So those were all the goodie bags. But then what she did for us every year for like at least a few years was she created a scavenger hunt. Oh, super And fun. so we would go out and do a scavenger hunt. And while we were out doing that, she was getting more Halloween stuff out. And then my birthday cake was always a pumpkin pie. <laughs> so the month of October, my brother's birthday, my birthday, my mom's end of September, you know, it's a huge haul. It was a huge holiday in our house. Yep. And I would come home from trick-or-treating and I'd watch Elvira nice. fall asleep. And, yeah. Well, that's a function also of having an October birthday too. Yeah. Like that, it was just super totally. top- topical, right? Like, yeah, my birthday's in the summer, so different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I, I remember it was one of those things where, you know, I had to bring my bag of candy home and then empty it out on the table and sort of like... Mm-hmm ration it or whatever right like she had to like look through it and make sure everything was cool and like i i wasn't a big candy perk kid like i wasn't a big sugar kid um we didn't actually have a lot of candy or sugar in the house Mm -hmm. my mom was really healthy um you know organic type whatever it was like i didn't see a piece of white bread till i was like 12 years old and Mm -hmm. i remember my friend made me a sandwich and i was like what is this (laughs) (laughs) what is why is the bread look so funny it's wonder bread (laughs) and she was like it's what do you she looked at me like i was a freaking alien 
I was like, okay. And then I just tried to, you know, with peers, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah. But she, her house was the house we got Twinkies at and stuff. I had, I, I didn't know even what a Twinkie was for much of my, it was a very innocent yeah. world. But anyway, so Halloween candy was truly like a special occasion <laughs> for one mm-hmm. and also kind of foreign a little bit because mm. it's like I didn't know what a lot of the candies were so my mom would be like oh you can like you probably like this or you probably like that or whatever and then so it was interesting thing I I mean you know you're hearing you're hearing about it it's like my mom makes my costumes she takes me trick-or-treating I don't know what the candies are like this innocent there was yeah. an innocence to that which which I try to actually hold on to in my sure. psyche for a lot of things. Yeah. I mean, I like a child, I like a childlike innocence to things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I mean, that's probably one of the reasons why we love Halloween too, is we like the childhood, yeah, like the memories, but also yeah. just the point of view. Totally. I I have a couple of funny memories of my mom dressing me up when I was really young, like four, and. <laughs> There was a year where she dressed me up as a clown and she goes, Oh, Kathy, look. And she turns me into the mirror. She turns me into the mirror and I just start screaming and crying. (gasps) You scared yourself. And I and I think that's where my like fear of clowns started. (laughs) And my mom's like, Oh no, honey, it's just makeup or whatever. And then there was a year that she made me a witch. Like I was always like her experiment, you know, for these really fun costumes. And um, but it was fun. Like I loved it. I, I didn't resist it. I was like, this is cool. What am I going to be this year? But the year that she did the clown. And then when I get older, I started choosing my own costumes, but, um, yeah, it was some, it, it's, it's certainly something that I have really fond memories of my, my mom, my mom, you know, I'm fortunate she's, she's still alive and well, but it's, it's one of those really fond memories of childhood is this holiday together you know totally yeah. like, like you just reminded me that i had a clown costume and i'm yeah. remembering it was like a big white sack basically yeah, <laughs> yeah. with these like little the little puff balls down the front uh, yep and then um the makeup of course yep but she wouldn't like there was no wig or anything so it was just like it so i look okay in the picture because i have like my own hair and stuff like long brown hair and then the makeup and then this looks like this white sack with like it's so cute i had my hair and pigtails there you go oh yeah (laughs) i mean pigtails was a big thing for me as well so that's cute um yeah i just you know and then when i started to get a little older like you know eight or nine it was like pac-man costume with like the plastic <laughs> mask and then nice and then you get older and you just get into like for me it was like the like the actual horror stuff and then yeah i mean you know. I, I yeah i mean i i uh, i don't know like 11 10 11 12 or whenever that was i yeah. don't even really remember i i stopped doing that and i started hanging out with my friends and going to tp houses and being oh, a general yeah. miscreant Th- then then you just become <laughs> a teenage yeah mischief a-hole yeah then i was the kid we it was just an excuse for us to like we would dress up but not like no dress no, up. like half-ass just to like get the some of the good candy like and i'd then put on a leather mischief. jacket or something yeah. and go yeah. like i'm yeah i'm elvis or whatever right. the hell and then go get toilet paper and like it was an what excuse i didn't to like go what, find boys really <laughs> what i didn't like are the the houses that were like aren't you too old shut up and give me candy lady i'm showing up at your door you oh know? hell i mean so i mean that's why we go to you know disneyland and and all of that and trick or go to the trick-or-treat events there because we want to trick-or-treat yeah we do damn it i don't care about your age so i grew up in michigan yeah and Michigan from 1970 to 1990 
the night before, which is also known as All Hallows Eve, we um, we referred to as Devil's Night. Um, I thought growing up that everyone had Devil's Night. Uh, uh, well, of I, course, right? Because and it was a really scary night. As much as I loved Halloween, Devil's Night in Detroit. Um, so it's it's All Hallows Eve in Detroit, Michigan. It is related to Mischief Night, associated with serious vandalism and fire starting. Closest to it's the closest to the purge. I've ever personally experienced. Okay. And I remember this as a child. So the night of mischief originated in Ireland. Um, but I have very vivid memories as a child. And my mom would some, you know, sometimes my mom and my dad would be out at like a party and my brothers who are older would watch me and they would say, please keep Kathy in the house. You know, it's crazy. Um, and I didn't live in Detroit. I lived in a suburb of Detroit, but if you turned on the news, this was the night where people were setting massive fires to the city very, very dangerous, mm-hmm. um, really kind of sad in hindsight, but it was so normal to me. I just waited for it every year. So there was a year where my, my oldest brother was babysitting me, my, the youngest of the two brothers, I think he was out at a friend's and my brother and I, we were watching movies and all of a sudden, you know, this is back in the day where people didn't have fences like they do in the Midwest now. So you could come in through a subdivision and literally run through like 10 homes. Wow. Um, because, and even now, like they have more of the uh, electric fences if people have dogs there and stuff. So it's very open, right? Very mm-hmm. friendly to inv- inviting anybody. It's the Midwest. And there was a night where a group of kids decided to um, scare the shit out of my brother. Oh. And they ended up, I want to say it was... And now I'm remembering this from my kid brain too. So what felt like 50 kids was probably about 10. Yeah. Okay. They came through the back. Now I remember my brother going, um, there's kids heading over here. Whatever you do, stick with me. Mm -hmm. And so my brother goes out in the backyard. I remember being on his back. Like he was uh, like on a piggyback Mm -hmm. and he was out and he was throwing stuff at them and stuff was coming at us. And it was like really violent and scary. That sounds scary. Um, So this was a 20 year period in Michigan where it was the closest to like people were, it was culturally acceptable to go out and be an asshole. Yeah. Um, And to the point where people died and lost their homes. And I was surprised. I'm surprised you guys were even out. We were just out in the backyard oh. and kids were coming in. And my brother was trying to protect the oldest brother was trying to protect the house, sure. but he didn't want to leave me alone. And so he's like, get on my back. Right. Yeah, These right. kids are coming in. They're throwing water balloons. They're, like throwing they're all trying this to stuff. get into houses too. I don't know if they were just trying to harass him or what mm-hmm. it was, but I, I mean, I was so young. I, I can't remember now, but I just remember devil's night. And if, if, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't know what that is, just look it up and you can see pictures yeah. from the amount of fire say, and thankfully in the suburbs that didn't happen but really devastating night for Detroit every single yeah, year it sounds would like make the, the national news. I was going to say the life loss, the injuries, yep. the homes the, lost, the homes lost, Businesses. the crime, the um, fear. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's, it's that difficult pe- place between maybe just don't be in town, but if you're not in town, then your property could get completely destroyed so yes yeah it's uh that's a difficult place to be in yeah 
Very but, scary. But that doesn't happen now or it ended. No, it ended reason. in 1990. I would imagine they just started having, you know, stricter regulations around it. I'm and sure there was some kind of politics or police yeah. uh, reform that happened. Yeah. And I mean, I don't, we don't know. Detroit for a long time though, too, we had really, really corrupt mayors and, um, Mayor Coleman Young was probably one of the worst humans to ever step foot in political office in Michigan, in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And so if you look at some of the, the politics around that time too, and the stuff that was just allowed because of what was going on, you know, yeah, it was bad. Scary. Scary. Yeah. I had a, I had a pretty sheltered suburban kind of, um, existence kind of. I mean, once I got to a certain age, we moved back and forth across the country a couple of times. Um, there was a couple of things that happened in my family that had me living like in the city for a while, whatever. But once we sort of settled, um, we, we settled, I was, a I was older. I wasn't a kid. I wasn't like a super young kid, but by the time I got into like where I spent junior high and high school, we were in a, in a sleepy suburb. Yeah. But I remember I was like the city kid that moved to the suburbs. <laughs> so I was like cool for half a second. Yeah. Because I was from the city. You're from the city. But then they realized I really <laughs> was. from the city. <laughs> then they realized I was really just sort of like very innocent and naive. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, she's not that, you Aww. know, worldly. Never mind. Um, I did want to mention, you mentioned Samhain earlier. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if we're going to talk a little bit about like different cultural references mm -hmm. for Halloween, um, Samhain is a pagan religious festival originating from the ancient Celtic spiritual tradition. And I mentioned that too, just I'm, you know, Scottish, Irish, mm -hmm. English. That's one whole half of my world and and part of the other as far as genetics are concerned but Samhain is usually celebrated from October 31st to November 1st mm -hmm. and it um, in pagan holidays and pagan times and for people who practice witchcraft it's a it's a welcome of the harvest and to usher in sort of the dark half of the year meaning the you know less sunlight um, there's nothing evil or terrible about that it's simply um, a nature-based religion and they have holidays and this is one of them. So they kind of, they believe that the barriers between the physical world and the spirit world break down during Samhain and allowing more interaction between humans and the denizens of the other world. And I think, you know, in your reading, I'm sure you came across, this is like, this is very typical of most of a lot of cultures. Yeah. Um, Day of the Dead cultures is the same yeah. sort of similarity, right? Yep. Honoring deceased loved ones and ancestors in Mexico and Latin America. Um, I mean, Disney's Co Coco, is it? Um, yeah. Dia de los Muertos. Oh, my gosh. Such yeah. a great film. And then All Hallows Eve is the one night a year where spirits of the dead can return to Earth. So there's actually a lot, and, and a lot of cultures, you know, we as Americans, we've westernized it, we've made it about horror and all that, but in many other cultures and beliefs it it was actually a way to honor the the two worlds you know yes the, the death the dead return to earth we honor them call the culture of costumes so the wearing of costumes at halloween some believe may come from um, the belief that supernatural beings or souls of the dead roamed the earth mm -hmm. so um it's a lot about the afterlife but not in the way that we've westernized it mm -hmm. it's actually been more of a celebration and an honoring 
of those who have passed and, and believing that this is the one night a year that they visit us and they come to earth. Absolutely. And I, uh, I mentioned the movie Coco, which is a 2017 film, uh, Disney, you know, uh, or Pixar or whatever they own Pixar. So, um, it's a 3d computer animated fantasy film. Um, and I really just, I love that little film. Mm -hmm. Um, it's inspired by the Mexican holiday day of the dead. And the, the main character there is, uh, you know, the worlds are blurred between, um, the living and the dead and he has experience and it's the sweetest little movie but i i think it's it's a it's an interesting way to um introduce that idea to people who might not know because you know the people who celebrate that holiday that i know you know there are um talismans and um you know they they set up a little area to honor those who've passed and it's really a way to bring that grief, but also that celebration and that um, into the home. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really, it's really lovely. It's mm-hmm. really beautiful. And it's a, an, an exceptional way to honor the, honor the dead. And yeah. I think that's how when, um, for the people that uh, celebrate that tradition, it's a similar thing. Right. Where it's an, it's an honoring. Yeah. There's nothing, um, evil or terrible about it it's it's a nature festival it's a celebration and um i think it's just i think it's find your own traditions i guess that's my point you know if you don't have these kinds of traditions you know find something that might be like rooted in some depth perhaps i mean hey we're all about the horror films i mean the room is filled with zombies and clowns literally right now and we're in ridiculous outfits so we're all about the halloween (laughs) but i also think there can be if you choose it to be something like that there can be some depth to it culturally and um, connect you to those who have passed perhaps yeah agreed um so the way i would love to wrap this up is to just tell tell the people a little bit about um the reason why halloween is something meaningful to you and i and our friendship um we met when we were both training to be psychologists and at a traineeship that we were placed at. We won a spot at, it was actually a place that was relatively competitive as Mm -hmm. I remember. Oh my gosh, those group interviews. I was in a group interview of like 25 people. Yeah. I don't know what yours was like, but I sat in a room of 25 people and the fact that they, I think it was the same. And I think they chose and they did those all day for like two or three days. Yeah. So there must have been ga- scads of applicants or whatever. And then I was super surprised that there was only like 12 of us that got chosen. So yeah. I remember feeling really hyped. God, it really was that few. Yeah. And then there was a couple of postdocs and pre-docs and stuff. That's but of right. like of the practicum students, there was only like 12 of us. But And then boy, did we have a year. But the point being, <laughs> that's a story for another time. But... So your practicum starts in like August, September. So it was the season. Mm -hmm. So Kathy and I are there and, you know, you're shooting the shit with your colleagues and fellow students and getting to know people. And of course, it's like Halloween season and we start talking Halloween. And I said, man, I love to, I start decorating so early. And Shannon's like, yeah, I love it too. And the next thing I know, I'm on like dark, dark side displays online. And we're like, you said, well, I have a house with a nice yard. Let's 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 do a party, and well, and then I just started ordering a bunch of, <laughs> and I think we had. We like, were off to the races. Oh my gosh! By the end of August, I think I had like. 
$400 worth of Halloween stuff. Yeah, I mean, know? we barely knew each other, but it was like an instantaneous, well, first of all, you know, we were funny together. And so we, we just found each other funny. Like, yeah. I thought you were funny. You thought I was funny. We had a whole dynamic, but we loved Halloween. And it was really like our shared Halloween love that like brought us into each other's lives outside of just, yeah. I mean, if that hadn't happened, then sure, we would have been on the place. When I have a feeling we still would have been friends, sure. but we wouldn't have, um, like you wouldn't have been over at my house building graves. No, I would not have been um, hammering stakes together. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my God. I only just threw those stakes out like r- relatively yeah. recently. We made Rusty stakes nails. for the... <laughs> so the, all of that to say... We very much wish you a happy Halloween. Mm. We love Halloween. We love doing this podcast. Um, and hopefully today has given you a little bit of reasons why, especially that last part. Like Halloween truly bonded Kathy and I as friends um, many years ago now. Yeah. And we wish you an incredible um, Samhain, Day of the Dead, Halloween. Eve. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we're just about to have some dinner because now it is nighttime and it's getting um, dark oh, earlier. Wa- watch some horror. We're just about to have dinner and we're going to watch All Hallows' Eve, which we, we will talk about as one of our buddy watches next month in the month of November. So Yay. happy Halloween. This is Terror Talk. My name is Shannon. And I'm Kathy. Sleep safe, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Terror Talk. Please check out our Patreon page, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We'd love to engage with you as part of our community. Please take a moment to leave us a comment on any of our social media. Thank you so much for listening. And once again, sleep safe.